Welcome to Investing Matters, and this is your host, David De Silva. Today is the 10th of September, 2016, and the title of this podcast is Delusional Markets. The markets now are totally, totally delusional. Everything's expensive, bond stocks, uh, and the market now starting to uh, reflect the worry in the markets. On Friday the 9th, the Dow Jones dropped by 2.13%. That's 394 points in one day. The S&P dropped by 2.5%. And the market now, I believe, is going to start correcting, going down the, the American market. And that will take all the indexes globally also down with it. Debt globally is still increasing. All these central banks globally are still buying bonds. Okay. Uh, then you have, for instance, Switzerland and Norway now. Apparently now they started buying gold shares also in the market. They've bought so many bonds and their bond yields are negative and now they're buying stocks. Then you have the EU also now starting to buy corporate bonds basically helping in financing corporates in the stock market. The Central Bank of Japan apparently owns about 50% of their bonds and now they've started also buying ETFs in the market. Central banks are still printing more and more money and then now with that new freshly printed money they are buying as I said, corporate bonds, ETFs, stocks. This has never been done before. Central banks aren't supposed to go buy assets that are listed in the stock market, like ETFs, stocks, and, uh, and corporate bonds. Yes, now and again, when the economies were going into recession, they would go and buy maybe treasuries in, in the American market, say the bonds, or, or Europe buying some of the country's sovereign bonds. But now buying corporate bonds and ETFs and stocks, the market's actually totally, totally delusional. It's losing, there's no markets in, this, in the bond market or the stocks. Everything's starting to be manipulated by central banks. Government debt is still increasing globally. And as the debt increases, what is actually interesting, theoretically, as countries get more indebted, bond yields in those specific countries are supposed to be going up. But instead, they're going down because the central banks are in the market buying those bonds and making sure that those bond yields, the interest on those bonds, stay low. Japan is the most indebted country in the world. They have a debt to GDP of 229%, but yet their bond yields are minus 0.07. This doesn't make any sense. Then you have, say, Italy at debt to GDP of 133%. Then you have the US at 104% GDP to, uh, debt to GDP. Then you have the UK at 89%, and then you have Canada at 91%. But yet, as I said, you're getting these bond yields in Europe at negative rates. 
That means basically that when you buy a 10-year bond, say in Switzerland, you pay in the Swiss government 0.52% instead of you receiving an interest on that bond. You are paying the government to buy that bond. So basically, it's a guaranteed loss on your behalf if when you buy those bonds at a negative yield. Then the Eurozone as a whole, it's minus 0.39%. Germany itself, it's minus 0.07%. And Japan, as I mentioned before, it's also at uh, minus 0.07%. Then you got the Netherlands, France, the UK and Spain. Their interest rate on their 10-year bond is actually below 1%. Yet, these countries, they debt to GDP are through the roof. In most of these countries are over 100% to GDP. So basically, their debt is uh, basically so high according to the GDP, which is the GDP is the growth of the country. And now the world is actually slowing down. So those ratios should even start rising even further. And they're going to start even looking worse, their debt to GDP. South Africa's debt to GDP is 50%. You have China at 43.90% and Russia, its debt to GDP is only 18%. Yet, the bond yields in South Africa is 8.58% and in Russia, which hardly has hardly any debt, you got to pay, it, Russia has got to pay 8.31%. So in other words, if you buy the government bonds of Russia or South Africa, you're getting over 8% interest on your money. Yet, these countries haven't got even close to the debt that the developed market has. If you take inflation into the calculation, uh, because most of the bonds are now at uh, below 1% in Europe, you're actually getting a real negative return if you're taking inflation into calculation. Whereas in the developing countries, uh, as I said, also South Africa and Russia, you're getting above 8% yield interest on your money. And that's where I believe a lot of these bond investors are going to start moving to, the higher yield emerging market uh, uh, bonds. When it comes to the stock market, the indexes basically this year have gone nowhere. They're going sideways or in some cases, say for instance, the Nikkei has dropped below 7% now, minus 7% for the year, year on year. Then you have the DAX at 2.62%, only 2% increase so far this year. Then you have the CAC at minus 3.71%. So they're actually, the index is actually lower then the ones that have been actually doing quite well is the American market. The Nasdaq's up 7.77%. Then you have the S&P 500 at 9.57%. And then you have the Dow Industrials at 11.27%. The reason why the American markets are doing better, say, than Europe and Asia is because everyone thinks that the American market is in a better financial uh, situation basically than the rest of the world but this is totally incorrect it's mainly to do with the dollar index the strength of the dollar everyone's talking about the strength of the dollar that the dollar's 
is gaining strength. But in actual fact, it's not. If you look at the dollar index from November last year, it was at 100 and now it's at 95.34%. So the dollar has been losing value against other currencies so far this year. And as I mentioned previously, on Friday, the 9th of uh, September, the markets corrected over 2% in the American market. I'm expecting them to carry on correcting, going further down, and that then uh, will actually show more of the true reflection of what the index, indexes are doing. I believe that in the coming one to two months, you're going to see all global indexes of the stock market being negative for the year. The only indexes that are still way up for the year are precious metals. Say, for instance, silver in rand, South African rand terms is up 37.31% year on year. And, uh, and in dollars is 30.30% year on year up for the year. When it comes to gold, in rand terms is up 22.63%. Then in pounds, it's 39.73% up year-on-year. Then the Swiss franc is 20.44% year-on-year. In the euro, is 18.52%. And in dollars, is almost 20% up year-on-year. So those indexes in the precious metals, uh, that is performing well compared to all the other asset classes uh, besides maybe bonds. Bonds have been performing because, as I mentioned, it's, uh, the central banks manipulating the yields down. And those also are about to correct in the coming months. The 10-year bond in America is already starting to reflect that. In July, the bond yields was at 1.36. And now, since uh, the 9th of September, it's at 1.67. See, so the bonds in America is already starting to lose value and the yields are going up. The gold miners, for instance, which have been performing extremely well this year, they've been sort of correcting for the last month. But now they're actually hitting the resistances of the 144-day uh, moving average and they are about to start moving up as the stock market globally start correcting down the gold miners are going to start going up again. The institutional investors are still not interested in gold miners as an investment, but uh, I believe they're going to soon realize that that's where they should be. And as more and more people start getting into the gold miners, you're going to get all the momentum traders uh, climbing into the gold miners, and that's going to push the gold miners up further and further up. I personally invest in the Johannesburg Stock Exchange and I have the following miners and uh, the gold miners that are, in, are listed in that Johannesburg Stock Exchange. And so far this year, year-on-year year performance of the gold miners that I keep track of is, say for instance, Pan-African Resources, which is a small miner. It's up 129% so far year-on-year. Year. Then you have Say, for instance, um, uh, Goldfield at 91%. Then you have uh, Anglo Gold Ashanti at 128%. Then you have Sambayani Gold at 197% up year on year. 
and then you have the the one that's really performing the best so far year on year is Harmony Gold at 428%. And this is with the last month the that the uh, gold miners have not performed. They've actually gone down. And yet their performance so far year on year is over, most of them are over 100%. And now they're about to start going up again. So the way I see it, I think that everybody should start buying gold shares or whatever market they are listed in uh, because those are the early asset class that's basically it's undervalued compared to all the other asset classes around the world. This concludes my podcast uh, and if anyone wants to get more information, please go visit investingmatters.co.za to get more information because of what I've spoken about on this podcast. You'll have more articles in my website that you can see and analyze what stocks I'm holding and how, how well they've performed so far this year and my personal beliefs on what the debt levels are globally and what's going to happen. Okay, bye and I hope you enjoyed this podcast.